Oh, hello. Uh, welcome to episode uh, fuck knows. Six, I think. Um, I don't have a particular thing I want to talk about today, but I'm going to share just personally. Um, my journey in this industry started from like the most innocent ways possible. And that innocence is just that I'm like a diehard romantic. Um, I cry at commercials where like two old people are just like holding hands and look happy together. Like it's just shameless and I love it. And it really fueled different tiers of I would say obsession, research, drive, um, throughout my whole life and eventually translated into what feels now like a very balanced, uh, career. But man, was it a journey, um, that initially was all about researching like everything to do with love. I wrote my thesis on love, uh, throughout the cultures and throughout the ages. That was fucking fascinating. Um, I obsessively studied open relationships and then was in one. I, I have trialed and errored many a thing in order to expand my knowledge of this industry and every single thing I've ever done, even date monogamously, always came with me obsessively researching. And even when I was when I was in like high school trying to figure out kissing, I would just go into these holes of research around kissing. Um, I just always wanted to know the most that you could possibly know. And that initially would translate into me giving advice from a place of like, oh, this is how things should be. Where I was very much like a savior and a protector. And I had these like very high standards for other people. And for myself, I consistently practiced just being able to love anybody, uh, which is, I don't, I didn't suggest that practice to many people because even though it was fascinating and I was absolutely able to do it, I feel like it just cultivates a certain state of, um, boundarylessness that it's just, it's a, it's like a drug. It's like an altered state of being when you're inviting in the energies that you can tolerate. And because of my childhood, because of the intensity of certain things I've been through, I can really, really tolerate some high intensity people. So I attracted some very unique challenges around, you know, can I really love anybody? Um, the answer is yes. And now I just choose who I love intentionally versus just, uh, I mean, I love everybody, but the people that I, that I enroll in my life and I engage in theirs and are enrolled in theirs are quite specific nowadays. Um, so yeah, it's definitely evolved. It went from like, this is the right way and the wrong way to like, you know, how to be a woman, how to be a man to really studying Western medicines approach, therapy approach, counseling approach to then 
kind of finding that to be way too limited and then going to the other extreme and studying Tantra and Taoism and their versions of masculinity and femininity and and just eventually have landed in this space where what's what feels balanced about my romanticism nowadays is that like I just get to watch and guide and offer tools to somebody as they alchemize with whatever they want to alchemize because essentially no professional should be telling you what to do. They can offer you options and guidances and maps and different philosophies for you to chew on but at the end of the day your journey is your own journey and if you want to date you know someone really intense and dramatic that that is going to be volatile like that's actually completely in your right um and i have to say i think the only abusive relationship i've ever been in was also one of the most healing relationships and I don't think I would choose not to be in it. Um, it was very much an attachment attraction. I, like, we were anxious avoidant to the T. Um, and it was probably the most trauma bond relationship I've ever been in. Might be the only because it was so, so, so accurate. Trauma bond is like where two people grow in similar trauma or have shared a similar trauma. And so their affection or relationship with each other is actually based on the fact that they share a similar context for a relationship, that there's like a familiarity there, even if the environment that they were both introduced to was abusive or was um, volatile or whatever. So um, this was definitely that. And at the same time, it was one of the most monumentally healing relationships in other aspects. Like, um, he just adored when I ate. And I very much, if you've read any of my stuff around eating disorders, uh, was raised with the opposite encouragement there. And then I'm a woman in the West, so have been conditioned very much against being bigger. And he just absolutely adored it and encouraged the food and and at the time I think that me being just baseline nourished through food and through sleep was like such a challenge because I was hustling so much I had so many side gigs that like it was the medicine that I needed and only someone as like cutthroat as this person could have told me something like that like you bigger is like so attractive and like he couldn't get enough of like my jiggly body or like if that my thighs moved or you know my butt getting bigger and like I don't think I would have trusted at the time somebody who wasn't so just like judgmental and harsh on other people um to nowadays like I wouldn't be able to handle that experience anymore but like I look back on on the type of medicine I was able to hear, the only type of medicine I was able to hear at the time. And it was a very specific type of medicine. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's, it's quite fascinating to look back at that journey um, with so much respect 
and with so much kind of like gratitude for for everything I learned in it. Um, so this to bring me back to like the reverence I have for whatever journey you're on, whoever you're dating. And I think that the thing that differentiates whether something is like incredibly useful, even if it's impossibly hard, or whether it's something that turns you into a victim, is whether or not you're able to own even the drama you're bringing into your life, even the people you're choosing to engage with that bring in a ton of intensity and a ton of volatility or whatever your particular thing you're attracting is. Like when you get to own it, like, oh, I see I'm attracting this in order to shift it, or I'm attracting this because of A, B, and C. It just brings a whole lot of power into the perspective of who you are and what you're capable of. So as a guide, as a coach, like that is my uh, divine offering is to really validate what any of us are going through first and foremost and find the powerful way where we can own everything that we're creating in our lives so that then we can powerfully choose whether or not we, we want it served in that manner. And if not, finding the ways to manipulate our brain, our neuropsychology, in order to shift things in a way that feels quite simple, honestly. The hardest part about changing your brain is literally just repetition and patience um, and the actual willingness to believe it's possible. And the actual methods around it are just shockingly easy, believe it or not. I'll probably do a whole other episode on that later, but for now, I'm going to go eat so much food and enjoy the shit out of it. So I hope you're having a beautiful day, and I'll speak to you guys soon.